we have no idea what we're doing. Hey guys, welcome back to an episode of Amateur Hour. I'm one of your hosts, William Before. I'm Jackson Moon. I'm David Mathis, and you missed our tagline. A show where we don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> well, it's fair. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't do this very often. Anyway, so yeah, sure. A show we don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it anyway. Anyway, tonight on Amateur Hour, we're going to be talking about Micronations. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a Micronation is, it is basically a made-up thing in America and other countries where people... Uh, make their own kingdoms and secede something from the we made up and it <laughs> it is now. exactly what it sounds like it is a <laughs> yeah, it's, micro it's or small nation <laughs> yeah um so the definition of a micronation for those of you who really want to know is a small area or politically a political entity that claims national sovereignty but is not recognized by other sovereign states so again literally just a made-up thing um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight and, and uh, examples of, of a few of them that are active in America or uh, previously active in America. And I think there are also a few uh, that we can talk about that other countries have. Um, but then the big thing for tonight is we've all made our own micronations and laws uh, that our micronations will abide by and the hierarchy and structure of those nations. So it's just a little fun thing that we'll go through. Should be pretty entertaining. I'm super excited to talk about mine, and I know uh, the guys put a lot of effort into making theirs as well. So, micronations, guys, what do y'all think about it? Small. I like groups of like people. macronations better. Actually, the the word micronation, that concept, I like better than macronation. However, what we're actually talking about today is really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not stupid. Don't call Malasia. Don't call Musylvania stupid. <laughs> Musylvania. <laughs> the what is it? The Republic of something? Republic of Florida? Or what's the one um, in Florida? The Republic of Bur- wait, where is it? Dominican Dominion of British West Florida. Excuse me. <laughs> I need their to find where this is, is. Their motto is God and my right. <laughs> there wow. you go. Dominion yeah, I agree of with David. English. West Florida, is that what you said? Dominion of British, British West Florida. British West Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, there's also yeah. one called North Dumpling Island. <laughs> I love it. I love it um, so I think much. That's literally just the name of the island, but I like that that's also the name of like, I mean, it's its own nation, sort of. I, I'm really <laughs> hoping Dumpling. that the state of Scott is just Michael Stott, Scott's micronation. <laughs> the state of Scott. Um, it's in oh, it's in Tennessee. That's awesome. A free and independent state following Tennessee's decision to secede from the United States and align the state of the Confederacy on the eve of American Civil War in 1861. Um, so the Dominion of British West Florida is a micronation founded in 2005 on eccentric interpretation of actual historic events and based on the Gulf Coast of the United States. Um, it claims the territory of the 18th century colony of West Florida, which includes a land split between parts of the U.S. states, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Florida. Uh, the Dominion claims to be striving for Dominion status as a Commonwealth realm on a pair uh, on par with Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the Bahamas. <laughs> the organization is neither acknowledged by any government nor exercises any authority over its claimed territory, and its activities are largely lim- limited to the Internet. So that's. It's pretty much the the gist of all of these micronations. There, no one, no one cares about them. Um, <laughs> limited, to the, limited to the internet. Does that mean? Yeah. 
It, it seems like all these are something that Reddit would do. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, these exist in the Matrix and nowhere else. <laughs> if you think about it, Reddit is a micro. Reddit is a micro. It definitely is a micro nation. <laughs> no, I think it's I a macro nation. Like it's probably larger than most nations. <laughs> That's true. Jackson, give us a little bit about the the best one, the Republic of Malasia. <laughs> yes. So the Republic of Malasia is um, located in Nevada here in the United States. It is there's a lot, a lot of videos on YouTube that I recommend people go watch. Most of the information that I got on Malasia came from a YouTube channel called Yes Theory. Um, some people might be familiar with that. They they do a lot of this kind of thing. Well, they'll go to different countries, um, different states, and like do human interest stories essentially on these people. And the founder of Malasia, his name is Kevin Baugh, and he is a, man. a very interesting person, to say the least. <laughs> um, I know William and I were talking about this earlier before we even started recording. Um, how how kind of eccentric he is. And he's not crazy, though. Like, he's, he's, very, um, he's a very likable person. He doesn't seem like he's, like, insane or anything. A lot of people will think of micronations and kind of the definition we laid out, and you think of the crazy guy in, in the South that declares his, you know, five acres of land um, independent from the U.S. because he doesn't like uh, specific laws or he doesn't like the president or something, and he... <laughs> He's like, well, I'm seceding from the United States and I'm I'm making my own nation and you can't come in here. And I got my guns and I'm I'm ready to defend this country. <laughs> that kind of thing. And this is not not how Kevin Baugh is, thankfully. <laughs> um, so in 1977, when he was 15 years old, he and his best friend came up with the idea for this this micro nation. They came up with, uh, he even showed the drawings and like the, the color pencil, basically coloring book style pages that he, he and his friend came up with, um, the, the flag and everything all by themselves. And he really got this idea from a movie called The Mouse That Roared, which was about, uh, it's an older movie back in the 1970s that's is about a small country who declares themselves independent and they go to war with the United States and and it, they end up like winning somehow and then kind of the aftermath that comes along with what happens. And so he decided, man, this is a really cool idea. Why don't we come up with our own micronation? Kind of like we did today on the <laughs> on the podcast where we wanted to make our own Kind of the opposite of what we were talking about with the the crazy people that just want to secede from the United States because they don't like certain laws or things like that. This is not a separatist nation that Kevin Baugh has made in Malasia. Uh, they have he has no problem with the U.S. government. Um, he in fact abides by all the laws that he uh, he needs to federally and from the state of Nevada. He even pays federal taxes still um but he does he does label the taxes that he pays as foreign aid to the united <laughs> states from malasia <laughs> so he he in fact supports our government um with his own money uh, which i think is really really funny. yeah that's called taxes 
Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's foreign aid. <laughs> He's sending foreign aid from his country to ours, which I thought was awesome. Um, Malasia has a customs, uh, which is really just an art installation um, that he's put up. And it's a puppet, Muppet-looking kind of old man inside this tiny box. But uh, you go there and you declare anything that you're bringing into the country. And it also has a list of laws and things that you're not allowed to bring into the country of Malasia. Okay, I'll just go ahead and read some of the laws that are listed there. Uh, and then I'll get into some other stuff. But So the laws in order, there's not very many. But uh, one, it is illegal to cause a catastrophe. It's pretty straightforward, I think. Um, two, torpedoes may not be set off in the country. Uh, very practical. I like that one. Uh, detonating a nuclear device within the nation will result in, <laughs> in a fine of 500 Valora, which is the, um, the nation's currency that he made up. Uh, this law is actually based on an actual law. Uh, most of these are based on actual laws, but this one in particular I thought was really funny just because it's talking about literally detonating a nuke and how it's illegal. Um, and this was based on a law that is actually law in Salina, California. Um, and he commented on the video that I watched uh, just about how it was so funny to him that they would fine you 500 or a certain amount of money when there was probably not going to be anybody left to, to find you if you, if you detonate in a nuke. It is illegal to play a percussion instrument in any of the bathrooms. Uh, that makes it's sense. Also, <laughs> Yeah, and then the last thing on the laws is just sunshine is guaranteed to the masses. And he can't he, in Nevada, it's kind of funny because it's like, yeah, it's going to be sunny. It's literally like in the middle of a, of the desert. So, it's always sunny, and it's always very hot. And he commented in this video that I watched from Yes Theory that Malasia's weather is always perfect, but the fact that they border the United States, sometimes the United States weather is not so great. And so they get some of that overflow from the bad weather, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was very clever. One of the things that is banned in the country that you cannot bring past customs is catfish. And this is not necessarily uh, because of a hatred of the fish or, you know, they don't like eating catfish. It's actually because they were going to be featured in a magazine and their story was pushed out for a, another story about some people, a group of people who went catfishing with their hands, like noodling. Yeah. <laughs> and so now they have banned catfish from the nation because of that. <laughs> <laughs> See, what they should have done uh, is banned hands. <laughs> banned hands. No, don't bring any hands in my nation. Uh, their, their currency, Valora, which I mentioned before, that you will be fined 500 Valora if you set off a nuke, um, is actually not based on any gold or any kind of precious metal. Like huh. we have the gold standard here at, uh, in the United States. But it's actually based on and backed by something more tangible and something actually worth value. And that is chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> so how oh. much chocolate chip cookie dough is one valora <laughs> so that's honestly that amazing i couldn't actually find um <laughs> what the <laughs> what the exchange rate was for uh chocolate chip cookie dough to valora uh but guaranteed if you show up with a cooler full of 
chocolate chip cookie dough, then you will um, definitely be considered one of the wealthier people in uh, Malaysia. Or yeah. Malaysia? Malaysia? Yeah. Malaysia. Malaysia. <laughs> Whoa. I love it. Honestly, I think those are pretty good rules. <laughs> I I um, really hope that the Valora has little fake chocolate chips in the currency. <laughs> that's that's my takeaway. Is I, I want the currency to look like chocolate chip cookie or a chocolate chip cookie dough or something. They I think they have their own um holidays too. I didn't find a lot about this, but one of the holidays I know for sure is chocolate chip cookie day. So <laughs> which makes sense. So is it safe People to assume like, that chocolate chip cookies are his uh favorite sweet treat? I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. And there's not uh there's not any more that I could see besides his family actually living in Malasia. So his wife is the first the first lady. Um, and I think his daughter actually holds a position in the government as well. Uh, so I, I thought that was pretty fun that he had this childhood dream based on a movie that he did. And he just kind of, he made it possible. And William and I were talking about earlier that William couldn't really tell like if this guy was serious or not. And I couldn't really at first, but the more that I watched this interview, it's very obvious that he is an artist. He is very passionate about making people happy and making people smile. And he wears this like ornate general uniform with like medals pinned on him. He's got like a, almost like a captain's hat. He's got like a, a, ba- uh, what do you call it? Not a shawl, not a banner, but what's the thing that you place across sash your chest um, like sash. a sash yeah yeah and it's in the colors of um his nation's flag which is green white and blue um and the blue represents well i guess blue white and green going from top down blue represents the arizona sky the white represents the uh, mountains of arizona and the green represents the landscape which i would have thought like maybe yellow because of the desert but I would have thought that the white would have been the burning sun of <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he is, uh, he seems like a very cool guy and he give he does all this for free, by the way, he will, he gives tours and you can actually go to www.malasia.org and they have an entire website where you can <clears throat> go and, uh, view the history of Malasia. Uh, and it's the official website of the Republic of Malaysia. They have a lot of tabs uh, for about sections, photo albums, the history. Um, there's even like a section um, <laughs> about some of the wars uh, <laughs> that Malaysia has been a part of, which is so great. Extremely funny, uh, mostly because of one particular <laughs> is the war with East Germany. And this war has been ongoing since November 2nd of 1983 and is still currently going on, even though East Germany is no longer even considered to be um, in existence anymore. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's just Germany. There's not East and West Germany (laughs) anymore. (laughs) So, but they are still at war. Mr. Uh, Gorbachev tear down that wall was, uh, (laughs) what, 40 or 30 plus years ago? Yeah, I think after the Cold War, it was kind of over, but not for Malasia. There's a um, there's a 
little section on their website that you can buy war, war bonds to help out the <laughs> I forgot about that. That's so good. Yeah, they I mean they have tons and tons of information on this website, which I think is amazing. They also, if you go to malasia.org slash presidents, you can read all about um, Mr. Kevin Baugh himself. Uh, his Excellency, the President, is his title. Uh, Master of the Ship of State, Servant of the People. And there's some really good pictures on there. You can email him. You can check out video speeches that he's done. And you can also get an autographed photo of His Excellency um, for around five U.S. dollars. So they do accept U.S. currency yeah. for autographed photos. Um, you cannot buy, as far as I know, I can't see on the website, if you can buy um, with Valora. So you can't send them cookie dough for, for autographed month, uh, no, autographed. I will say you can buy their coins and their dollars. Um, I have actually bought a few, so I'm waiting to get those in the mail. Have you really? Uh, yeah, so I bought a Valora uh, coin and a Valora banknote. Um, each valued at one dollar, you can buy them for a dollar uh, U.S. dollars. Yes. Um, so I'm waiting to get those in the mail. Also, I wanted to share this on the podcast. I didn't say this before. I have also emailed um, Kevin himself in an attempt to get him <laughs> on the podcast. So oh. I'm really, really <laughs> hoping that he Dude, responds. <laughs> so I almost, it's get... funny you say that because I almost emailed him today too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I emailed him um, at their, at their email saying, Hey, you know, like we do a podcast. Um, we'd love to have you on again. This would not, it wouldn't be, you know, um, it would not be a demeaning podcast meant to make fun of you. We genuinely have interest in this. And like, I'm, I'm very curious about like what you do and stuff. So I'm hoping to hear back about that at some point. Yeah. Um, I that is that would be so cool because yeah. like i said he to me he seems just like a very passionate artist and yeah. he has and this whole thing to me seems like a great ongoing living breathing art installation mm -hmm. so yeah i'm hoping to hear back from that at some point i will be checking my email daily and i'm very excited to get my bank currency for Malasia. that is pretty cool i'm not gonna lie like yeah. i I kind of want to do that too and just frame it. And it was only $2. So like I got $2 for a coin and a dollar. If we get him on the podcast, I'm definitely going to be buying some of the currency. Oh, I'm so hoping can... to be able to show him when he does come on the podcast. Yes, that would be excellent. So uh, <laughs> what I was reading was about this war with East Germany. <laughs> did you, did you guys read the declaration of war? No, please read it. To <laughs> us. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, Apparently, they used to be. It wasn't always called Malasia. It went by a different name in the past. Uh, it's like Volkstein or Voldstein, something like that. Uh, yeah, Voldstein. That's it. It was what the the nation used to be called. So say that beginning because it's referenced in that. So it says, declaring that a state of war exists between the Grand Republic of Voldstein and the German Democratic Republic. Whereas the government of the German Demat uh, Democratic Republic has overtly and covertly 
conspired to disrupt the peace of this nation by actions deliberately annoying and disruptive to one's sleep. It is resolved that a state of German or of war exists between the Grand Republic of Voldstein and the German Democratic Republic the second day of November 1983. The king and prime minister are hereby authorized to employ the military forces of the Grand Republic of Voldstein to carry on war against the German Democratic Republic and to bring the conflict to a successful termination and then it's signed by uh kevin baugh who at this point was the prime minister of the grand republic of voldstein not malaysia i don't know when they changed the name malasia or malasia yeah i'm sorry (laughs) it's okay i did i did it first we're not talking about malaysia guys (laughs) they also different country they also had a war with another micronation uh, mustachian i saw that i didn't read it though yeah honestly everything about this seems like the best like i want to live here honestly yeah it they've got, they've live got in this program. guy's house <laughs> yeah they've got a space program dude <laughs> yeah oh, you could be the first that. astronaut so, for this nation so you get to if you go visit he will give you a tour of this place and you can actually become a honorary cadet of their space program and they have one of those rocket things where you step on the thing that blows the air and shoots the rocket up into the air and if you step on it you get a certificate that makes you an honorary member of their space cadet program goodness that's awesome can we go can we make a road uh, amateur hour road trip and go visit this guy totally should (laughs) that would be fun that would be so much fun we should if he responds it's like hey you know i can't do it We'd be like, what if we come to you? What if we come to you? <laughs> yeah, and interview you? We'll do this podcast live on air in the Republic of Malasia and become a space cadet. <laughs> yes. I want one of their certificates that yes. says I'm a space cadet from Malasia. <laughs> that would be so cool. That would be so cool. So I, I, I real quick figured out what happened. So you were talking about it was uh, Kevin Baugh and uh, James something. It just says James the first on this document but they were the two friends who initially found it so that's what it was it was the grand republic of voldstein it only lasted around a year and then james moved to a different school so they they couldn't continue it so uh then prime minister kevin baugh continued it for uh, this says the next 21 years in which he renamed it the kingdom of edelstein at one point and then the kingdom of zaria before finally in 1998 uh not just renaming it but basically reforming it into what is the kingdom of malasia now this That's seems like so funny it, it seems like something that happened between two friends is a joke and one of them took it like too far in the best possible way <laughs> yeah <laughs> like not not in a bad way whatsoever just an amazing way oh and i yeah, didn't even like james moved away and and kevin was like all right well i'm gonna continue I'm, with this nation <laughs> yeah and I, I i meant to say this too after reading the declaration of war apparently he was uh kevin was in the military in the u.s military oh, wow. over there uh near east germany when he wrote that declaration of war doing training exercises and so the reference okay. to sleep it's not specifically known for sure but w- people are assuming that you know he was being kept up at night either from the training or from 
having to be concerned about the East Germans doing stuff. And that was why that reference was in there. <laughs> That's so that funny. was going to be one of my questions because I was like, surely East Germany was not making noise in Nevada right. <laughs> in 1980s. That's so funny, dude. Yeah, I couldn't really find much about Kevin Ball um, <clears throat> outside of this Republic of Malasia, like what he did um, for a living before or what he does now. Uh, I'm assuming he may be retired, um, but that's good to know that he was actually in the U.S. military, and that's kind of where that came from. Yeah, I've so I've known about this micronation since I was in middle school because I did a project on Malasia at one point. I didn't go very in depth, but I remember having to give a presentation in our um, our AIM class about a country, <laughs> and I chose the Republic of Malasia. And I think I got a good grade on it just because the entire class is geared towards creativity. And I, I think my teacher thought it was pretty creative that I picked this one. But uh, yeah, like I, I remember hearing about this and sharing it with my entire class back in middle school. And we were all just so fascinated with it. And um, it is. It's very fascinating. It's so cool, though. Like it, the fact that he does this all like pro bono, like, he doesn't really get much from it. He's just doing it like it's basically like a hobby. I don't want to say a hobby, but like. It's basically just like his project that he's morphed right. over the years. And I think it's so cool. Like, it's so interesting to see all this stuff. And he puts a lot of work into it. Like, he puts a lot of effort into this. He does. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely hoping that we hear back from him. I'd love to talk to this dude. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm glad you thought to do that for sure. But yeah, that's it. I, I, I didn't I intentionally didn't call it a hobby because it feels yeah. way more than that. Yeah. And, and I kind of wish I could redact that because I, I, I didn't even mean to well, say no, that, you did. You said you said I, I don't want to say hobby. So that's yeah. And I agree with that. I think that he has put way more effort into this than anybody. Anybody's hobby. It's like something he he lives for. And I think it's really cool. Yeah, and also I got I got an email back from them when I purchased the uh, the banknotes, and it says greetings and thank you for your purchase of a Malassian Valora banknote and coin. We will send those right out to you. Regards, His Excellency President Kevin Baugh, Republic of Malaysia. And I think I think this is, this is from him. Like I think he wrote this out because yeah. it's from his personal email. You don't and, you don't think it's an automated message that just inserts no, your name. It, no, because it specifically said your purchase of a Molossian Valora banknote and coin. So it wrote out specifically what I bought. Yeah, but that can, so I feel can like also that, be a field in. Never mind. I want to get into be. it, but they can they can make I'm that automated. I'm hoping Don't that was a, that was an email David. from his from his excellency himself. <laughs> OK, so did you just reply directly to that when you asked him about coming on the podcast? So, no, they have an email on their website, but also I am going to go ahead and send it again to this email because it is emails president at Malasia.org. So. I'm going to go ahead and send this to him as well. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, before we move on to our own um, micronations, I want to mention another micronation or just the tragedy of one actually um, called Musylvania. Musylvania is uh, a great, a great thing with a very sad ending. So uh, Musylvania is a fictional island located in the Lake of the Woods along the Canadian United States border that served as a plot device in the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Um, (laughs) The island has no the island has no permanent population and conditions are said to be harsh and unpleasant. Uh, So basically, this is an island from the show. 
But in the fall of 1962, Jerry Ward, the producer of Rocky and Bullwinkle Show, decided to campaign for statehood at Musylvania. Ward sent uh, Skip Craig to Minnesota to buy an island in the Lake of the Woods. Craig wasn't able to find one for sale on the U.S. side of the lake because um, <clears throat> most of the islands belonged to Canada, but managed to lease one for three years. Ward and publicist Howard Brandy conducted a cross-country tour in a decorated van, gathering signatures on a petition for statehood of Musylvania. While in Washington, D.C., they sought out the audience of President John F. Kennedy. However, they arrived at the White House on the very day that the Cuban Missile Crisis broke out and were ordered to leave. Man, <laughs> the national timing. Yeah, that's what Jeff the, the national anthem for Musylvania was included on a mini album, A Salute to Musylvania, recorded live at the Musylvania Jazz Festival, self-released by Jay Ward in 1962. So a, a very tragic ending to Musylvania, and I really wish it would have gone through. Um, but yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so Rocky and Bullwinkle's show, one of the producers tried to make it real. <laughs> yes. That's wow. a valiant effort, honestly. Well, it sounds like he put a lot of work into it. I mean, yeah. Cross country road tripping for signatures. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Are you guys ready to get into our micronations that we have established and are yes. very real? I'm very excited <laughs> to hear your, y'all's uh, take on your own micronation. I'm excited to hear y'all's as well. Um, so uh, we rock, paper, scissors uh, to see who was going to go first. I won the tournament, so I will go ahead and go. <laughs> the tournament. Um, the rock, hey, paper, scissors tourney. It's real. Um, That's how serious okay. we take things here as hosts on amateur. <laughs> excuse me, on amateur hour. Also, yeah, David, that's our organizational I, I'm, tool. I must mention when I went on yours earlier and started typing on it, I didn't actually read anything. So it's still a full surprise. So don't worry. I didn't get any spoilers. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so the, uh, name of my micronation is the nation of falafel, uh, came Yum. up with that name myself. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> a little context. I have no idea what a falafel is, so. Oh no. But <laughs> <Have you ever laughs> I like the, I like the word. So I named it that. Oh, falafel is um, delicious. You got to try some. Yeah. I, I, Especially if you're going to make a micronation out of it. Exactly. That's what the currency is going to be. And I don't even know what it is. <laughs> This is going to carry around falafels in your pocket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if if they can fit in your pocket. Um, I don't again, know. Again, I don't no know. No clue. <laughs> I don't know the size of falafels. It's the or size of a cow. fit in a pocket. Uh, <laughs> so um, the mission statement for my nation is to create an ecosystem that caters to the unique and creative nature of all citizens of falafel. There will be no discrimination against race or sex. And then in parentheses, I have age is not included. So you can discriminate <laughs> so against discriminate? age. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, the hierarchy of my nation, uh, obviously there will be an emperor, which will be me. Uh, there will be <laughs> shoguns, daniels, uh, samurai, Peasants, artisans, and merchants in that order. Uh, you know, a shogun is kind of the generals to the emperors. You're the, my right hand man, and there will be two of them. One of them. So your right dream hand, left be, hand men. Yes, yeah, right hand men though. So all both right hand. They have to stand to the right of me. Um, <laughs> one of them, I really hope, would be Ryan Reynolds. I would spend every waking moment with him. 
Uh, <laughs> but uh, then you're, I, and I probably am butchering this name, the Damios, or Damios. Uh, this is obviously based off of uh, Japanese or Chinese culture, if you haven't noticed so far. Uh, those are those are like the the assistants to the shoguns, uh, samurai. Obviously, military. You got to have your military there. Uh, your peasants, which surprisingly are higher on the list than artisans and merchants. Didn't realize that. Uh, those are your you know everyday people. Your artisans are your um, obviously like your your tradesmen people, and then you got your merchants who just sell stuff. Which seems very odd that they're at the bottom of the list. But I looked it up, and that is how it actually was. So. Fun fact. Like as far as the class system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, lower than peasants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the big part about my nation, which I was very excited to to share with you guys, is the Bill of Rights. And not necessarily all of them are rights, but it's basically just like the overall laws of the country. Uh, I put a lot of effort into this, so please don't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> you can't tell us not to laugh when we know what's happening. <laughs> I know what's about to happen. <clears throat> I can so, just imagine. <laughs> the first I can article. Only imagine. Uh, <laughs> the first article in the Nation of Falafel is: No citizen shall overtake another citizen's property without sufficient reason or and or planning involved. Um, number two: All citizens' rights to free speech shall not be infringed upon unless their opinion is deemed dumb or logical, therefore imposing an imminent danger to the future and credibility of the nation. Um, Number three, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed, whatever the case may be. Um, Number four, bullying shall be tolerated and will not be punished unless it brings bodily harm to other citizens requiring a recovery period of more than two days. Yes, David. You said that the right to bear arms will never be infringed no matter what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about the right to arm bears? Oh, I might have to add an 11th article. Oh, just make an amendment. <laughs> oh, okay, amendment. yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so bullying, uh, as long as it doesn't require a recovery, recovery period of more than two days, uh, shall be tolerated. Um, number five, all citizens have the right to create free opportunity businesses and, and employ whomever they would like and also have the ability to fire anyone for whatever reason they choose. Seems pretty, uh, pretty good to me. Uh, number six, all drugs, all drug usage shall be tolerated. Anyone dumb enough to do them will die off and further increase the genetic superiority of the nation for the future. <laughs> so, natural selection, baby. Natural selection. Yeah, exactly. How the country should be anyway. Um, <clears throat> number seven, all citizens have the right to a fair trial and will be allowed to pick the jury of their choice. The citizenship of said jury is not specified, so go crazy. So you can pick any from anywhere. Um, number eight, citizens have the right to the religion they choose as long as the said religion does not interfere with the rights listed above. Not specifying the rights listed below. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from, from here forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number nine, if you are able to conquer the government through a strategic process and successfully do so, you can keep it. <laughs> and number 10 lastly the most important right goes to the parents who have the right to discipline their children in any way they seem fit as long as the recovery period for said punishment is no longer than three days for physical punishment and no restriction has been set for emotional punishment recovery time the council 
the council has concluded that the proper discipline is the most important right for the community to continue its reign and ensure the longevity for the country as a whole. Wow. So, I, so as long is... as it only takes three days for whatever injury I inflict upon my spawn to go away, it's fine. And I can yes. psychologically torture them as much as I want in perpetuity. Affirmative. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is the nation of falafel uh, and its laws and or rights of the citizens. And I, I honestly think that this is the, the perfect nation. I don't see how any of this could go wrong. <laughs> I don't know how you said that with a straight face. <laughs> I, I, I'm because I'm completely I, serious. I especially like the um, the government finders keepers rule. <laughs> yes. uh, hey, hey, I mean, if you're if you're good enough to take over the government, who am I to stop you? I just like yeah. that because it sounds to me, it sounds like a no brainer. Like, yeah, if you successfully take over the government, congratulations, you successfully took over the government. Well, I mean, like we, we could always fight back, but I'm saying like, if you try to take us over and you succeed, you you're good, dude, you got it. Like, I'm not going to try to take it back from you. Like you did it. So, Oh, okay. So if, if you're the emperor and Jackson takes it over successfully, yeah, you, I'm like, hey, anyone hey man, else can off. take it over from Jackson yeah. if they want to, unless, but you can't. Yeah, unless he ratifies this law and, and takes it out. Oh, true. Good point. That's true, because I'm the government now. Yeah. I'm the emperor. But yeah, if you do that to me, and Ryan you get Reynolds it, is now my shogun. I will back up. I'm like, all right, man, it's all yours. I ain't even going to fight it. Okay, so that <laughs> one's less a law and more like a, a, a William personal guarantee of no retaliation <laughs> should someone take yeah. over your position. Yes, it's actually exactly. not a law at all. It's a challenge. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's basically <laughs> just what I was thinking. It's a challenge to people to take over the nation. Like, you ain't going to do it. Like, you know. So, <laughs> anyway, so that's the nation of falafel. Um, hope you guys will it's, consider joining uh-huh. my nation. I, I do take... Um, take offense to some of the child abuse stuff <laughs> uh otherwise i kind of like it <laughs> well i, I mean, like hey. that it's modeled after like the, an eastern type uh um, uh almost said imp- imp- imperium w- imp- what would you call that a imperial like a, nation an imperial nation yeah i kind of like that yeah it's cool yeah it's a very free I like country. the structure of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you say it's a very free nation it is there's all kinds of stuff that's free. <laughs> Religion, speech, guns, Bears. child abuse. <laughs> right. You can do whatever you want. As How long your... is it? <laughs> so, okay. So if somebody breaks the law mm-hmm. and they get to choose their jury and the jury of their peers that they choose um, from any nation, then, yeah, of any nation uh, actually finds them guilty. What is, what's the, punishment are we talking capital punishment in in uh falafel <laughs> well i mean obviously <laughs> death by a falafel <laughs> obviously also obviously. nobody tell nobody tell william what a falafel is and <laughs> william don't look it up i want you to guess what a falafel is if i had to guess it would be some sort of pastry okay <laughs> am i am i wrong <laughs> you are wrong okay i mean you know it's food so you're on the right track well it's- i it, in my mind, it it sort of looks like a funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, got Never it. Never look it up. Cool. Yours is better. I won't. Okay. I promise. 
We should have <laughs> um, had all of us make uh, logos or flags for our nation oh, as man. well. Because oh, that would have been great that. him revealing his falafel nation <laughs> that the symbol is not a falafel. It's a funnel it's cake. A funnel cake. <laughs> the thing is, I'm I probably flag. wouldn't have even looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even verified. Oh, gosh. Because I didn't even think about it. Um, yeah, so... It, you know, obviously the the punishment would fit the crime. Um, if if you if you bully someone and and you know the the recovery period is more than two days, then we would just have to bully you right back. Um, <laughs> okay, so like an eye for an eye type. Yeah, it, it'd be like a, a big roast session. Also, um, you didn't specify speak. the difference between physical and uh, mental bullying on that section, oh, like on. you it, did with children bullying. So, oh, yeah. is there a difference? Uh, no, it's all encompassing. So yeah. any bullying of any kind is illegal. I, you know, I'm going to have to rat out. No, no, no. Uh, bullying, as long as, you know, you're good after two days. I when I think of, I, you know, I, I guess I should I should, you know, write an amendment there uh, to do with emotional bullying, because that's that's a big one. Um, I don't think there should be a limit to emotional bullying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so cy- cyber bullying, all that kind of stuff. Totally OK, because. There's no totally physical fine, harm yeah. going beyond two days. Yeah. Got Again, it. it's just survival of the fittest. Like the, the weak people will die off. Cool. 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 Glad we, we understand. It sounds more like the weak people aren't going to die off. They're going to commit suicide. <laughs> oh, no, that's not allowed here. So I didn't hear that in any of the laws. <laughs> he's, he's writing that law right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, David, let's. <laughs> now that that's over <laughs> let's let's hear what you got um so i <laughs> i i took mine a different route um <laughs> my my nation what you, you didn't do what i did um, no <laughs> i i was a I, I mean obviously this is a joke and a fun exercise but I got like somewhat invested in it after starting and like started actually joke. feeling okay. Um, <laughs> and started like actually thinking through stuff. <laughs> so I, 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 I'll just go ahead and read it from there with that preface. Uh, so my, my nation is named the nation of Nunya. Um, so far so good yeah after yeah, nice, you know nice, nice. none your business uh so our mission statement is to ensure the individuality of all its citizens and impose as little communal burden upon one another as necessary for the protection of its citizens from outside forces so that's the the basic mission tenet is we want to have as much individuality as possible and force as few things as possible uh there are only three uh government positions in the whole structure community elder would be like the prime minister or president something like that uh that would be elect there would be an election held every two years uh it, the election would be solely for this position there's no other part of the election it is that one vote uh and to be elected they, the person must secure at least 35 percent of the vote so if they have less than that we we start over and we do we go again uh the second position is not an elected position it is the admiral so the admiral will be in charge of national defense uh and will be appointed at the discretion of the community elder 
the third and final role uh, is the treasurer that is going to, will be elected. There'll be an election held every year for that. So, you know, you gotta be doing your job or you will only have it for one year. Uh, and, but there is no percentage majority vote requirement on that one. Like the communal leader, it's just whoever gets the most votes. Uh, and then everything else, any support staff they need are just paid positions out of the national budget that whoever is the boss gets to decide who they want to hire for that position. Uh, the, Let's see. Uh, so then I, I too did a semi bill of rights slash laws thing. Uh, and I spent some time thinking about what would be bill of rights, what would be laws, and then just decided uh, I'm putting too much work into this. So I <laughs> just left it all as the bill of rights. Uh, so our, I have nine. Uh, the first one is that the government shall never infringe upon uh, an individual's right to free speech or religion. Uh, so long as the religious practices do not violate the basic tenets of another individual's rights, i.e. murder, stealing, rape, et cetera, those kinds of things. Uh, two, all citizens. Wait, have, well, hold on. question, question yes. about the first one. Uh, what, what if their opinions are stupid? That's totally fine. Okay. <laughs> I just had to clarify because that might that fly in my country. <laughs> yeah. You, yes, I did notice that. No, you can be an idiot in my country. Uh, you got just it. can't got it. take away someone else's rights with your idiocy. Got um, it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Cool. All right. Oh. Two. <laughs> all citizens, sort of weird, but okay. <laughs> all citizens have the right to a fair trial judged by a jury of peers, not from any nation throughout the world that was not in mine uh, with the presumed ruling of innocent, unless conclusive evidence can be brought to the contrary. Uh, article three, uh, the citizens of Nanya retain all property they own and can never be removed from national, from uh, having national citizenship unless convicted of a felony crime and have gone through five years of restorative justice practices that has not resulted in a change in that individual. So if they really need to be kicked out, it's going to take it probably at least six years because of the time leading up to, uh, the start of a restorative justice practice. But, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a long process. We don't want to make it easy to, to remove anyone's citizenship or, uh, possessions. Uh, four, would be that all citizens have the right to possess and carry any form of personal or professional protection devices, i.e. guns, missiles, tanks, submarines, etc. For submarines. Yes. <laughs> for use what? in their personal protection. How do you how do you carry submarines? I said possess and carry. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> for use in their personal protection, the protection of their so families you, and so property. So you can't bring that submarine in here, sorry. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's from a subway. <laughs> Um, I, oh, I need to amend that. There are no subways allowed in this nation because subways gross. Oh, that's a good, that's a good law. Actually. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to steal that. One. Um, anyway, uh, as I was saying, so you can have all that stuff for use in personal protection, protection of well, your family and property or to overthrow the government. Should it become corrupt and infringe on any of the rights here stated in the, this bill, uh, five, all adult citizens have the right to cast their vote in the elder election and the general election 
at an equal share to all other adult citizens, regardless of age, sex, race, influence, property, slash income, or any other way which humankind chooses to discriminate against itself. The only exception to this is in the case of a convicted felon. After a successful community really rehabilitation process, uh, restorative justice process, rather, and a period of no less than five additional years without reoccurrence of criminal actions, either misdemeanor or felony, a previously convicted felon uh, felon's record will be officially purged and all rights as a citizen restored, meaning they get the right to vote back as well as anything else. If we decided that it's necessary to take that away uh, for what they did. I stumbled in there with some words. Did that make sense? It, it did. And I'm actually very impressed at how detailed that, that yeah. specific law is. <laughs> yes. I like that a lot. Lots of thought. Very thoughtful. <laughs> Like I said, I'm I was like, I was I'm reasoning like, through stuff from something. <laughs> I, I was reasoning through stuff and it was like at a certain point I hit, okay, I can keep going deeper, but I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so six. Uh, this one's easy. All, all drugs, herbal, pharmaceutical, or homemade are permissible to be used at the individual discretion of each citizen. Uh, very much go. mirroring uh William's law of yes. uh, if you're dumb enough to do it. Hey, yes. quit copying me. <laughs> uh seven. As long as your actions do not infringe upon the rights of another citizen of Nunya, quote, all things are permissible, but not they all things are wise. You are encouraged to seek relationships with your fellow citizens for assistance in whatever you need, but no guarantee of assistance is given to the citizens of Nunya. Everyone is left alone to make their own choices. Each individual must weigh the natural consequences of their actions, but preventative laws such as drinking age, forbidden drugs, unsafe gun ownership, etc. will never be enacted by this government. If your free will actions violate the rights of another citizen, you will be tried for that crime. But no matter the severity of the consequences of that crime, laws to, quote, keep you safe from yourself will never be enacted. I just got the name of the nation. It's Nanya. Because it's none of your business, because mind your own business. <laughs> Did you really get that? Just now get that? <laughs> yeah, I kind of just got it. Like I said it at and the I beginning. Like <laughs> I know, but it, like, it's setting in with all of these laws that you're, that you're reciting. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're almost done. Eight, eight's a short one. Uh, all adult citizens will pay a flat tax rate of 10% of their income, regardless of level of persp- prosperity. So there's no tiered taxation system. It's a flat 10% from everyone who's an adult citizen forever uh and finally uh nine all adults are required to serve a one-year term of active military service with the intent of training in case of active war or defense of the nation after the period of one year of active service every individual may choose to either become a part of the military reserves which includes uh four weeks out of a year once per quarter of continuing training or can choose to stay in active service. Uh, Individual citizens of age 60 or above are no longer required to serve in either active or reserve duty, but may remain if they so choose. All active service members will be charged with policing the nation, representing the nation in criminal cases, or representing the defendants in criminal cases, in addition to being the first line of national defense in a national conflict. Reserve members will be allowed to maintain whatever personal career they choose and will only be called to serve in active defense of the nation should the number of active duty members be deemed insufficient to defend the nation from outside assault. 
Any citizen who has a religious objection to violence will still be required to participate in reserve duty, but will only serve in non-combat roles should they need to be called to active duty. And that, that is it. That is, that are the the laws. And when I finally was like, you know, I want to hit 10, but I need to quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. I like it's it. very detailed. I like it. Thank you. It's very specific, which um, I didn't go as specific on some things kind of left up to interpretation but i like that and it kind of fits your personality i think you have <laughs> yeah, very definitely. detailed very thought outs <laughs> we have uh, very laws. similar laws oh yeah. okay <laughs> besides the besides the child abuse thing i think our i think our nations would be friends yeah as long as you leave us alone cool <laughs> you know because none of your business are you, are you sniffing protein powder right now <laughs> no I'm sniffing creatine Okay, just kidding. It's it's lotion. <laughs> it's lotion. Okay, <laughs> I see if it. It looked like a jar of protein powder, and you opened it, sniffed it, and then put the lid back on. Do you think my protein powder is this small? It could be like the travel size you take with you. <laughs> no, I need to invest plastic in, in bags. small. Yeah, I need to invest in little. It looks like cocaine. It literally looks like I'm bringing crack on a plane. It's bad. <laughs> hey, you would you would be able to take that into both Nanya and uh, that's your, true. Your micronation as well. We that's were true. we were alike in that. Yes, falafel. Sorry, I forgot what it was for a second. <laughs> Just like you didn't know what it was. <laughs> falafel. Oh man, little funnel cake. You... <laughs> <laughs> funnel cake. Okay does does your falafel have powdered sugar like a funnel cake or not? Uh, yes, but it also has maraschino cherries on top. <laughs> okay. And that's the only option for the topping or for the falafel? Uh, correct. Yeah, okay. sometimes we have chocolate, uh, chocolate syrup on special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just <clears throat> gagged a little bit thinking about falafel and chocolate syrup. <laughs> He's so bad. Um, Is it some sort of meat? <laughs> <laughs> you keep missing. <laughs> Like significantly, it's so like <laughs> keep swinging and missing. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. Nobody tell him. Uh, when like you're mm. not allowed to look this up till at least uh, after the episode goes live because I need you okay. to tweet this out without understanding <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys ready for um, my micronation? Absolutely. Yes. All right. My micronation name is the nation of Wild Westia. Uh, our motto is Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> our mission statement is <laughs> Williams walking away from me. <laughs> our mission statement is um, to respect individual rights of our citizens and to settle differences via duels. We were pretty similar up until the duel part. <laughs> I just can't get uh, just as a, <laughs> That's our motto, man. What are you talking about? Yeehaw, bro. It's on our, it's on our flag. Um, <laughs> uh, just so you know, just as a, a preface for this, I, I was thinking about like, what would be the ideal? Like I, I thought about it first, like how cool it would be to just have like some acreage of land, build some houses, and just have like a commune type area that people could just come and chill. And then I thought, how cool would it be instead of like building houses, we find an old ghost town <laughs> and we buy that. 
Nice. And then we reenacted like LARPing. I, I, call, I call the saloon. <laughs> yes, it would be. We're definitely going to have a saloon. <clears throat> All right. So our governance, um, our governing bodies, uh, this is listed from top to bottom. We have the sheriff. Uh, that is going to be he he's enforcing all the laws he's just like the old west he's kind of the guy he's the man in town and if you need something you go to the sheriff if there's a law broken sheriff comes to you etc uh, we do have a judge the governing and just to preface this as well all of the governing officials are elected by the people um but there is a few week long debate process it is not quite as long as our election process in the United States, but um, for a few weeks, there are debate platforms <clears throat> where anybody can go state their case of why they would be good sheriff, why they would be a good judge, etc. And then it is voted upon I like it. by the people of Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after the judge, we have the mayor of the town. Um, he will if he will make any kind of um, contact with other nations and decide with the judge and the sheriff um, some of the laws that might be amended if there were to become a, a problem with one of the laws. And then lastly, we have a treasurer uh, just to keep the finances in order uh, in Wild Westia. And I haven't really decided on a currency. We didn't talk, you guys didn't talk about currency at all, but I imagine that this would just be gold coins and gold nuggets. Uh, I think that would be pretty fitting. So you're a very yeah, rich like nation that. then if all the currency is gold? Oh, no, no, no. We're very poor, but if we find any gold, that would be <laughs> We're very you poor, bring... but if we found our currency, that would be nice. <laughs> you have to bring the gold nuggets with you if you want to join. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> now, is that uh, so... just to circumvent the other expenses you already are in debt for, or is that? Exactly. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, exactly. gotcha. Yeah, pyramids. We will be accepting <laughs> any kind of donations, as well as um, <laughs> any kind of uh, foreign support. What do they call it? Foreign, foreign aid. Foreign aid. Foreign aid uh, from Malasia or whoever wants to uh, help so, us out. So you're re- you're running a big Ponzi scheme. So the next, uh, <laughs> what what how what percentage of a kickback do I get for bringing other people to the nation who bring their gold? <laughs> yeah, you get uh, you get fifteen percent of their sales. <laughs> so went from a I mean, Ponzi scheme to <laughs> Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah, we hadn't talked about currency, and I like literally just thought about it. But I think it would be cool to um, if it was in like an old mining town or something. What we bought? Okay, a p- proposal on the currency. Until okay. enough people have brought in their gold with them to establish a true sure. gold currency. Should we just use the the gold coins that are just chocolate in gold wrappers? Is like yeah, placeholders. Think, yeah, yeah. I think like the lower currency could just be tinfoil at that point. Or it's like the chocolate yeah. was eaten. <laughs> literally anything, anything shiny. Uh, just, I think so. Yo, play lids. The wrapper, the it's wrapper like to the chocolate system. coins. Yes, exactly. Because uh, you got hungry. So, <laughs> the next big provision in uh, Wild Westia is Wild Westia is free of uh, fossil fuels. Uh, we're going to be powering it by wind, solar, and hydroelectric only. So no fossil fueled vehicles are allowed in Wild Westia. What about nuclear um, power? I was going to ask that. 
Are you, we'll talk, are you, we can talk about nuclear okay. for sure. Yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, but I think wind, solar, and hydroelectric in a ghost town would be pretty cool. Hopefully, we'll be near some body of water, or hydroelectric won't be won't be very effective. <laughs> um, <laughs> bath water. Sure. Yeah, we got water. Everyone's got to uh, take baths. <laughs> so. Some of the laws that I came up with, they're not very many right now, um, but I think the, the mayor and the judge and the sheriff will come up with some more later. Uh, number one, all differences shall be settled by judge or by duel. Um, citizens, do you have the option to say, hey, I want this to be um, put in front of the judge or they can just settle it uh, in the street uh, like they would in the Old West by duel. Uh, but they do have that option if they don't want to duel. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, again, no fossil fuels, no fossil fuel vehicles in WW. Uh, you may use any, an electric vehicle if you have one, but all citizens will be issued a horse and they were responsible for that horse. If the horse dies, you're walking. I love it. <laughs> okay. I do like that. <laughs> so feed your horse and water your horse. Brush your horse. Water your horse. Yep. I mean, that's uh, what it's called. Number three. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. Uh, number three, technology of any kind is allowed as long as it does not use fossil fuels. So you can bring your, your Wi-Fi's, you can bring your, we'll have electricity, obviously, with the solar and the wind power. Um, you can bring your TVs, your video games, phones, no problem. I mean, as long uh, as we end up by a river and can make hydroelectric energy to run it. Granted, it is very dependent on that, yes. <laughs> Uh, number four, citizens shall be armed at all times, um, and a six-shooter revolver is the only um, personal gun that you can have uh, on your possession. So level the playing field a little bit. Everyone has a six-shooter. So uh, when, when you say citizens, you mean like adults, adult citizens, or like every person um, who is a citizen of the nation? Yeah, as, a, as soon as the baby's uh, born, they're shooter. like, here you go. <laughs> they give him a as horse. As soon as the baby's born, it's <laughs> and yeah, a, a horse and a six-shooter, <laughs> a revolver. Um, since I'm going to say since it's not specified currently in the Bill of Rights, uh, it is going to be every citizen until we can amend that with the judgment. Uh, <clears throat> and Wait, question. Finally, <laughs> if, you, if you duel someone and kill them, can <gasps> you dual-wield a six-shooter revolver? Can you, got, can you have two? And two horses? And two horses? Does that become yours? <laughs> yes. Um, Do you also get I their think land? That's be law number six is if you win the duel, uh, you also win all of their possessions. And, and that's, I think that's fair because if you both agree to the duel, that's. Does, does that include me. their family, which means you're inheriting the responsibility of taking care of them? Their wife exactly. becomes like my it. wife. Yeah, yeah. So really got to think about that before you agree to the duel i'm about to have you got some six, people to feed after that i'm about to have six guns <laughs> <laughs> but no um, wives who's only gonna fight other single people <laughs> one, yeah one one for every day of the week except for sunday <laughs> please never say that again. uh the fifth law is of kind of a catch-all i was talking for... about guns by the way not not, not the wife oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. i was like that was a weird reaction to what i said let so me I continue. clarify this continue <laughs> the fifth law is kind of a catch-all for the rest of the laws it is monthly town meetings will be held to discuss new laws that may be needed um 
or whatever is happening in the town. So, so the meeting um, is used to discuss, but the judge, mayor, and sheriff are the ones who actually decide which ones become laws. Correct. Okay. Yeah. The, the judge, the sheriff, and the mayor will all be present at these town meetings, uh, as will the treasurer uh, for obvious financial reasons. But the people will uh, voice their concerns to the higher ups and they will make the final decision um, via vo- well, the vote. And then the judge and the mayor and the sheriff will make the decision of what's best for the people. Very nice. I like it. Yeah. All three of us had very uh, distinct takes on our micro nations. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm, they, I'm really I think I can say this here. truthfully that all of them did hold some value. Yeah. <laughs> One of them held a lot of significant val uh significant, I'm sorry, negative value. Um Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Parents being able to discipline their children in the way that they see fit is a very important law that we are lacking in this country currently. I I just I think if I were to design a flag for mine, I, I would it would be a, a horse with a, no a six shooter revolver saying yeehaw. <laughs> I, I need you guys to design be, but... your flag so that way we can put it on Instagram and Twitter when this episode releases. <laughs> oh no, I'm so not an artist though. <laughs> I don't know what good. the heck I'm going to do to make it. That's going to make it even better. Use like Windows Paint. Like <laughs> use clip art. Use clip art. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll splice to clip flag. art together. It's like I'm taking clippings from a magazine, but in modern day. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very serial killer esque. <laughs> I'm going to take each letter of the nation of Ananya from a different picture. <laughs> I will, yeah. I will design my flag before looking up what a falafel actually is. Okay, great. I also don't want it to be, um, a meat of any kind or a, uh, funnel cake. Yeah, Cause you already cause know those are wrong. You've already known those, okay. those two are wrong. Okay. So you have to come up with something else for a falafel. But don't tell us. Okay. But you're also, you've eliminated I mean, some pretty good food groups already. So. Yeah, it's not a meat and it's not a funnel cake. That's like half my diet. It's like two of the pyramids. Well, you yeah. eliminated pastries <laughs> in in its entirety. Yeah, pastries. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So you have a you have a more significant chance of getting it now. Okay. Yeah. I can't oh. wait to see what you think it is. <laughs> Question. It, just don't tell me if this is right or wrong. I just. Is a pancake a pastry? So, you guys at home, what would you want to join? (laughs) After hearing our micro nations, uh, would you want to join the nation of falafel? Would you want to join the nation of Nanya? Would you rather be a part of Wild Westia? Let us know. We want to hear from you. Uh, You can go... You can go you'd to like your to tell email us client. Directly, <laughs> yeah, you can go to your email client and go to info at amateurhourpod.com and email us why you would want to be a part of Wild Westia or the other two. But yeah, we'll be putting out a survey on Twitter when this episode airs. Um, if you didn't see Ooh, the episode yes. through Twitter of which micronation you would like to be a part of, if you want to be part of that survey, uh, tweet at us or look us up at on Twitter at amateur underscore pod. And the same on Instagram. Instagram too. Yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully be posting some flag pics yes. soon on Instagram. <laughs> and we can do a survey so on Instagram as well. Yeah. It's I'm just, I'm dreading my flag pics so much. <laughs> I'm excited for fantastic. all of them. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, and lastly, if you would like to start sending taxes to one of these nations, you'd like to give us foreign aid. You, <laughs> yeah. If you would like to give us foreign aid, that was, that was better. Uh, you can do that at, uh, patreon.com slash amateur hour pod should we just go ahead and make um an amateur hour micro nation that's what i was thinking i was literally sitting here thinking of a name for it amateur vania at amateur amateur vania <laughs> it needs work we'll, we'll brainstorm <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah if you if you have work. an idea for a name tweet at us uh <laughs> instagram at us We'll put a uh, we'll put a thing on our Instagram story. Give us some name suggestions. And if you do donate on uh, Patreon, you will now be part of our micro nation. Yes, just so you know. The Discord <laughs> is our community. Uh, what, what's it called? Our, our community, like our town square community forum. Our town, town square. yes, our, our yeah. town square, our forum. Yeah. So be a part of it. I like it. <laughs> Did you look like <laughs> psychotic with? the hat covering your eyebrows <laughs> it's it's freaking me out i wasn't even looking at it <laughs> oh now they're peeking out in the little hat hole <laughs> if you do decide to join our patreon you'll get some uh some goodies some extras uh like the video portions of the podcast <laughs> that we don't edit uh so see some interesting things and hear some interesting things perhaps make it stop <laughs> make it stop Thank you guys for joining us. We had so much fun making up these micronations. And if you have your own micronation, make it up and contact us and shoot it over. And if you're part of the Patreon, put it in there as well. And if you're Kevin Baugh, email us back or come on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Or both. Or yeah, or both. You could also we we are willing to take the foreign aid you usually give to the US government this next calendar year. We we will accept that. Give us your taxes. Well, but don't don't tax evade. Th- then you'll be shut down exactly yeah and we need we need places like um Malasia to exist mm-hmm. so. keeps everything going right. you stumbled Thanks on the name and i almost said falafel malaysia <laughs> falafel. <laughs> falafel. <laughs> we need places like falafel <laughs> thanks for listening guys we hope you guys enjoyed the episode stay tuned for some more awesome content see i made that up line in my line <clears throat> see you guys <laughs> all right bye, bye. <laughs>